From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. How goes it? Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back, everybody, from the long Labor Day weekend. Glad you're with us, and we hope this, of course, finds you well. With John DeShazer, I'm Sean Kelly. Producer Dan is here. The bench warmers in D-Dub and the Black and Blue Orchestra, we are ready to go. Game week is here. Atlanta week, finally. The preseason is behind us, and we are ready for NFL football regular season style. So that all comes your way this week. So we're going to really try and pack a lot into uh, – a shortened uh, black and blue week here shows Tuesday through Friday this week. And so with that, we're going to talk to Eric Adelson from Yahoo Sports today. He will get us uh, started as far as preparations go for uh, Sunday's game against the Falcons. Michelle Gleason is coming by. She's going to visit with us about Team Gleason and uh, Gleason Graw, which is this weekend. That's a big event. I know a lot of folks are coming into town for that, uh, and we are looking forward to those events. Uh, of course, uh, Team Gleason uh, will be highlighted as well at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome on Sunday uh, as a part of the Saints and Falcons festivities. And a little hoop talk today, too. Jason Smith uh, will stop by. The Pelicans forward and his teammates are in the new practice facility for the first time today. And formal uh, workouts and conditioning are now really picking up steam as we head toward training camp uh, at the start of October. J.D., good to see you, sir. Always good to be here. Good to I, be seen. I survived a, a long weekend with the in-laws um, and a lot of driving. And uh, while I was away, I know that you were entrenched with the Saints uh, in what is not a uh, holiday weekend on the NFL side. In fact, a very important weekend on the NFL side, uh, that, that end of preseason transition to the regular season. Yeah, you wish they do this the week before Labor Day. That way you could kind of actually have Labor Day off. But, <laughs> no, you got to the uh, the, the haircut portion of, of the program, uh, trimmed the roster from 75 to 53 players for the Saints and everyone else. And, of course, there were a couple of surprises in there. Now, we watched uh, receiver Andy Tanner a few times, and certainly we thought he had the stuff to make a roster. But uh, I don't necessarily know if I thought it was going to be this roster. So it was, it was really a pleasant surprise for a guy who'd been on the transaction list 33 times for the Saints. A lot of cuts and releases and re-signed to the practice squad, but he finally made the 53-man roster. And, of course, if you're going to have you know a surprise or two to make the roster, then certainly you're going to have a couple of people who, who didn't make it that you might have expected would have made it. And one of those guys being special teams ace Courtney Roby. He didn't make it as well as Preston Parker, who was entrenched in the battle with Andy Tanner for, we think, that number five receiver position. But I think also a huge thing, six undrafted rookies making the roster, and ten rookies overall, but six undrafted rookies uh, is, is almost unheard of for an NFL roster. So that tells you that these guys' mantra of we're gonna, we don't care where players come from, we're just going to select the best guys, it really holds true here. The uh, the breakdown by position group, was there anything that was a little bit unorthodox in putting together the final 53? 
Well, only three outside linebackers. And even Coach Sean Payton admits that that's a little bit of an abnormality when you're talking about a 3-4 defense. Now, some of those guys on the inside, maybe a Ramon Humber or a David Hawthorne, I think, have the capability of moving outside, but only three true outside linebackers. And we have to remember, two of those guys are transitioning from defensive end. That'd be Junior Gallette and also Martez Wilson. So, you know, you have a little bit of inexperience there. And the other guy who's listed as an outside linebacker is Paris Harrelson, who just came over from San Francisco. And, yes, he played three preseason games for San Francisco, but he still has to get acclimated to the verbiage and everything of this defense. You know, he said yesterday, I think you visited with him, and I think he said, look, this isn't my first rodeo. And I thought that was comforting, at least, to those who don't know a whole lot about him. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's played the 3-4 his entire career, so, you know, there's going to be some things there. You know, there's going to be a familiar feel for him. Now, again, he said the terminology is a little bit different, but in terms of the execution, it's got to be a lot of what he's seen at times in San Francisco. You know, he had a good time with it. He was like, look, I wasn't just sitting in a bar somewhere. They didn't just come and get me off a bar stool. I was actually working out, playing football, so, you know, it's not like I, I hadn't been playing ball and hadn't kept myself in shape. Give me the inside take on the practice squad. First of all, I, I'm not so sure that all know what the practice squad really is. So briefly describe what that is and then the impact of the guys that were placed upon that. Well, the practice squad is made up of um, a couple of players. You're able to, to cut them. Uh, they pass through the waiver wires, and then you're able to sign them pretty much as developmental players. You're able to hold on to them, hopefully long enough to develop them to where they can be a, a part of your squad in the future. So, you know, that's always a good thing for those young guys to be able to to hang around, to get into your offensive and defensive systems, to provide some some scout team work. But they also can, can learn more about your organization and become more entrenched in it. And one of the good guys who was, was a member of that practice squad is Tulane quarterback Ryan Griffin. You know, we thought, we thought highly of him during the preseason, played extremely well. He was the headline guy on that practice squad. But you also have, you know, Salim Hakeem, a guy who can run really fast, who's going to have to work on his catching skills. But, you know, he can run really fast. And you've got some other guys on there, you know, of Michael Higgins, you know, the tight end who's been around for a while and who has actually been on the active roster for a couple of games. So you're able to kind of get guys in a developmental situation, grow them up in your organization, and hopefully promote them to the regular 53-man roster within a year or two. John DeShazer from NewOrleansSaints.com. He'll be back later in the program. I want him to lay out the week. Um, Falcons week is here, as we've already started discussing. And so what lies ahead now? What will happen uh, on the uh, team's schedule for this week? And then leading up to the home game. Gosh, a big home game on Sunday. Boy, talk about starting off uh, full throttle. That is uh, how this will go for not only the Saints, but the Falcons too on Sunday. All right, when we come back, we'll start into our guest for the day. And uh, we'll get you teed up here in just a moment with Eric Adelson from Yahoo Sports. We'll continue our conversation about this weekend's big game. And then, of course, Michelle Gleason and Jason Smith, J.D. back too, before we conclude this Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Hey, New Orleans Saints fans, show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Hey there, what you having? 
Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm gonna hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features, plus sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. This is the Black and Blue Report, the Tuesday edition, and we uh, jump right back into our football conversation, and we are pleased to have Eric Adelson from Yahoo Sports join us today, his first time on the show. And as a matter of fact, it's going to be his first time at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome on Sunday. He'll be covering from a national stage the Saints and Falcons on Sunday. Eric, first of all, thanks for joining us today. I uh, hope we uh, find you well on this Tuesday. Yeah, I'm really excited for football season. I'm really excited to come to your uh, awesome town. Before we get to uh, this awesome town and your visit here this weekend, tell us about this past weekend because while we were all kind of taking a quick breath uh, before the NFL season, regular season got started, college football kicked off in earnest, and I know that you were right in the thick of it. Yeah, no, I, I was really fortunate. I was at two games. I was at the South Carolina opener Thursday against North Carolina. I saw Jadavion Clowney, uh, and then I saw uh, Taj Boyd against Aaron Murray, Clemson against, uh, against Georgia. On, uh, on Saturday night, two terrific atmospheres and a lot of future NFL talents. I mean, there was those press boxes were filled with scouts. I, I think Clemson actually had more NFL scouts for that game than any other game in its history. So uh, a, a lot of future guys who you, you guys are going to be talking about on Sundays. I have a feeling you're you're absolutely correct. And uh, and boy, you got to see one of the most exciting games of the weekend in that Clemson Georgia game, didn't you? Yeah, it was. It was a great scene. I, I, I'm I'm trying to compare. You know, it's it's interesting. I'm very fortunate because uh, for the Super Bowl, but I have never been at, to a home Saints game, and I've heard it's one of the most raucous, loud environments in all of sports. And I'm really excited to see that in person and feel it in person. But Clemson was probably up there in the top five of the most loud environments I've ever been. Uh, it was it, it, the press box is shaking. It's always fun and a little scary when that happens. Uh, and uh, South Carolina was also good. The, the earlier start, I think it took away a little bit from the atmosphere because it started in the daylight. It was 95 degrees on the field. I think everyone was shaking. But Clemson was a great atmosphere. And for anybody who watched, you see the the, the players run down the hill, and uh, it was great. It was perfect college football, and it was a great game. And uh, I think if uh, 
if those two teams meet each other in a bowl game or even the BCS championship game, I don't think anybody will be disappointed. No, not at all. And I think that you're dead on about Clemson and how cool that atmosphere is. I think that you'll find a, a, a different atmosphere in New Orleans for a Saints home game this weekend. It'll be amped up even more because it is against the arch rival, the Atlanta Falcons. When you get to town this weekend, Eric, um, what angle, and I know things change, but what angle perhaps are you leaning toward covering for this opener for both sides? Well, I'm very curious about how the Saints' offense is going to look. Will it look as good as always uh, with, with, with Peyton back? Uh, I think it will. Uh, and, but I'm also, I'm, from a football perspective, I'm more interested in the defense. I mean, that Super Bowl team, they created a lot of turnovers, and that's that, that was the doorway to the, the Super Bowl, and even within the game, as you remember, the, 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 the biggest turnover was last. Uh, and, and I'm curious if this new defense, this new 4-3 set will – will cause more havoc, because if it does, then I think we're talking about the Saints as a Super Bowl contender again. Uh, and, and they're going to get a huge test against Matt Ryan and the Falcons. So I think that the biggest variable that I'll be watching, I think we're all kind of expecting the Saints offense to be the Saints offense. I think that the, the biggest variable is that you have a Super Bowl contender in Atlanta, and how is the, Saints, how is the new revamped Saints defense going to look? Uh, if it's a shootout, it'll be fun for everybody, but it might not be a good portend for the Saints over the long term. Good point. Uh, is there, is there Eric, uh, Eric Adelson from Yahoo Sports, our, our guest? Eric, is there an individual matchup or maybe two that really intrigues you about Saints and Falcons this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to see there, – there's a couple positions that I'll be watching, and I want to see if the uh, – I guess you could say the fairly young uh, Saints defensive line, especially the ends, can get good pressure on Matt Ryan. I want to see how long he has uh, to throw the ball, and and if if he is pressured, then you know then we're then we're kind of introduced to a couple a couple new guys, Jordan and and Hicks. I mean these these could these could be guys that could be stalwarts in in that town. Uh, I'm also curious and about the running game uh, in, in the sense that. Coming into, you know, looking ahead at this game, I expected a lot of Darren Sproles, but, I mean, Pierre Thomas would look good. And I'm, I'm curious how the delegation of, of carries is going to be uh, f- f- uh, in the running game and how effective it is. So if there's two positions I'm watching, I'm watching defensive end for the Saints, and I'm watching running back. Well, of course, we'll be looking forward to your work and how you uh, – and how you take away uh, from that game on Sunday on yahoosports.com and uh, Eric I know folks can follow you on Twitter as well what is that Twitter handle you've got there it is at Eric E-R-I-C underscore Adelson A-D-E-L-S-O-N and uh, I know you can't go wrong with food recommendations in uh, in New Orleans but if anybody has anything for uh, I'll get in late Saturday uh, and, and I might have a chance to have an early breakfast on Sunday. So any, any suggestions, I'm all open. I think you just opened the door to that, and uh, they can get you on Twitter with those. I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised how many good suggestions you get about your visit this weekend. Eric Adelson from Yahoo Sports, our guest. He's coming to town this weekend to cover the Saints and the Falcons for Yahoo Sports. We'll look forward to meeting him then. Eric, thanks again for your visit. I hope that you have a great visit to New Orleans. I know I will. Thanks for having me. Eric Adelson. We'll be back with more on the Black and Blue Report right after this. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Being the official chicken of the New Orleans Saints, we're more than just fans of the Saints. We're fans of Saints fans. 
So on game day, we make sure they're reloaded with tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. The best chicken fingers around, we got this. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. Bud Light presents NFL Fan Dilemmas. Should I put these Bud Lights on your tab? Just supposed to get this round. Whoa, interception! But on my rounds, we play better. It's good luck when I buy Jeff's beers. But I don't want to buy Jeff's beers. He wouldn't even give me gum the other day. What a shocking turn of events. Absolutely everything going right. Yep, my tab. It's only weird if it doesn't work. Bud Light. For the NFL fans who do whatever it takes. Here we go. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer My Auctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? Or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex, so you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice? Actually, what you may like the most is... Yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience. Great reasons to choose an Auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Welcome back to this Tuesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. We've got lots on tap for you today. Uh, still to come, Jason Smith of the New Orleans Pelicans. And again, our thanks to Eric Adelson who joined us from Yahoo Sports. We are into Falcons week, as we uh, said earlier. It is exciting. The NFL regular season is here. And it's also time for Khaleesi Gras, which I know a lot of people are looking forward to. And we are very, very honored to have in our studio today Michelle Gleason, uh, Steve's wife, and uh, Right out there out front with Team Gleason as well. Good to see you, first of all, and welcome to our new studio for the first time. Uh, we haven't gotten any Thank artwork you. up there yet, so I, I know we're not as aesthetically pleasing as, as, as one would hope. Um, I can't help but think that you're excited about this weekend's events coming up. Yep, I'm excited. Uh, a little bit nervous, too, but I'm excited for sure. The, the summer is always interesting. You all have always packed plenty into your, whether it be off-seasons or summers. What happened with Team Gleason this past summer? How did Steve and, and you uh, enjoy your, your last couple of months? So the past couple of months, um, we have been trying to get to the Northwest as a family. Um, Steve is from the Northwest, and summers are a little bit uh, easier to take for pretty much anyone in the Northwest, uh, weather-wise, especially for Steve now in his chair. And it's a good time for him to be home with uh, his friends and family from Spokane and, and, and Washington State. So we uh, we went up there for the summer and stayed. Uh, we rented a house in Idaho close to a lake, and we got to spend time with his family and friends, but obviously we don't just sit there. So we also, as far as Team Gleason, we had a, a pretty cool Team Gleason event at Black Rock Golf. Uh, it's a Black Rock Golf Resort, and we raised – think $200,000 for the foundation. Um, it went to different different parts of Steve's life. It went to, some of the money goes to um, his high school, some of it goes to his 
college, some of it goes to the foundation, and some of it goes to the Catholic charities, and all, um, you know, it helps ALS patients in the, the area. And then a big thing is we came back actually to New Orleans, even though we're in the Northwest, and we held a Team Gleason Summit. So we, we gathered around all of kind of the, the brightest and best minds in the ALS world, anywhere from um, doctors to researchers to pals to people in pharma, and we tried to get them all in one place and tried to say, you know, let, listen, let's do something different. Let's think out the, outside the box and let's try to to find some solutions to to this progress, the problem of ALS. And um, I think we we have a lot more to we have a lot a, a lot more to go from there. But I think we made some we made some progress, and I think we're all very very proud of it. Your time in New Orleans uh, really picking up steam now. That started this past weekend. I guess your time in New Orleans for this week is what I'm saying. That started this past weekend with the back to football run that the New Orleans Saints put on, and and fans get to finish their run inside the Superdome. You guys were there, and I think I don't know if anybody expected you all to be there. I know that Team Gleason was involved, but there was a lot of buzz about seeing Steve at the dome uh, on Saturday, and for you all to be there. It would, did did it was it as exciting on your end as it was for those participating? It was really exciting. It was Steve got back I think the two days before he had actually done a road trip from from Washington State to New Orleans, and so we weren't sure if he was going to make it, be able to make it physically. But we got him up early that morning. Um, always hard in the mornings to get him up that early, but once we got into the dome and just kind of were showered with love, and uh, it was awesome. He he loved being around everybody. Everyone was excited to see him. It was really a it was a, it was a good welcome home to New Orleans. All right, Gleason Graw is Friday night, Champion Square. Um, give me the rundown because I'm not sure everybody fully knows what all is involved in Gleason Graw. So Gleason Graw, it's, it's almost things are added almost every day. But we've got a great lineup. Um, we've got people like Breton Sound and the Coyotes, uh, who are I guess getting nominations from from around the world. We've got. Um, Kevin with Better Than Ezra that's going to play. My name is John Michael that's going to play. Um, and we just got Galactic on board. So a great musical lineup. And we also have, you know, it's going to be a pep rally as well. So we're going to get some players to go out, um, sign some autographs in the VIP section. We're going to have a mo- Mohawk contest um, and really just try to pep the guys up, pep the Saints up and, and show them some support as well as showing Steve support. Well, it sounds like just a big old party is what it yeah, is. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so well, that, that means that everybody wants to come. So who, how do you get involved? So the admission is free. It's from 4 to 10 at Champion Square. Um, if you want to, you know, there's going to be food, drinks, music. And then if you want to, there's a zone, a Bud Light zone for $75 and a VIP zone for $300. And you kind of you get extra benefits in those two zones. Well, I know Steve likes a good time. There's no doubt about that. But he probably likes seeing a lot of old friends. I, I get the feeling, at least talking to Scott Fujita last week on this show, that a lot of those old friends are back for this weekend. Yep. Scott Vegeta, the main one that we're excited about, he and his family are coming out, um, and we'll be spending the weekend with Scott at Gleason Graw. We'll be, uh, we're actually having a, our first in a long time a Team Gleason board meeting on Saturday, um, so getting everyone and trying to figure out what, you know, where we're, we're going next with this and uh, while well, we have this momentum and then obviously the game on Sunday. Which we're yeah, we should about. note at the game on Sunday that Team Gleason is the uh, spotlight charity. Uh, as the Saints do each and every home game, that is the spotlight charity for Sunday's home opener against those guys from that city over there, Atlanta. Um, so we're looking forward to it. Good to see you. I, I, I've been wanting to meet you for a long time. 
and I get the pleasure of doing so. We're so glad that you're all back for an exciting week after uh, what sounds like a very eventful summer, at least one yeah. that got Steve and you and all back close. Well, you're you're a New Orleans girl, yeah. aren't you? Okay, yep. so you got a taste of Steve's uh, action up there in the Northwest. Yep. So yep. Um, I hope it was cooler up there than it was here. It was cooler, yep, but uh, I always miss home. I was happy to come home. Absolutely. All right, Thanks for stopping by. Yep, who that? Michelle Gleason, everybody. She's with us on today's Black and Blue Report. And again, all the information, I'm sure there's a website. Michelle, is there a website for Gleason Graw? That... Yes, teamgleason.org, and you'll find out about it. There you go. That's all you need to know. Otherwise, you can give us a call here. I think that our folks here at the New Orleans Saints will also pass along that information if need be. Jason Smith from the New Orleans Pelicans in this uh, chair when we come back. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Hey, New Orleans Saints fans, show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints Scratch-Off from the Lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. The offseason for your New Orleans Pelicans has been exciting with all-star Drew Holiday and former Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans being added to a lineup headlined by Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson. Now, with the release of half-season and 12-game plans at varying price levels, there truly is a ticket plan for every fan. Packages start as low as $13 per game and feature the best seat locations to see all-star opponents, including the world champion Miami Heat. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP to get your seats today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We're here on a Tuesday, and I uh, hope everybody, again, had a great Labor Day weekend. And, gosh, it won't be long now before we're really talking about basketball almost on a daily basis. And uh, certainly we want to get some NBA flavor into today's show. And we thought we'd go get Pelicans big man Jason Smith, who is preparing to uh, get with his teammates for some informal working out today. Jason, happy post-Labor Day weekend to you, sir. Happy Labor Day, post Labor Day weekend to you as well, son. Thank you, sir. What what does what does Labor Day weekend that kind of that moment in time that mark on the calendar mean for NBA players, those that are in that world? You know, this is a this is a weekend where you can kind of mark on your calendar as the last weekend that you're going to have any free time. Uh, it's it's definitely a, a time to get away and go see your family and friends, but after that, it's it's nothing but work. Um, you got to come in. You got to get prepared for the season. You really got to get ramped up and ready to go. Do you come into work today, kind of with an excitement because of that feeling? 
Oh, completely, completely. There's an excitement after the fact of just having a nice long weekend and personal excitement for the Pelicans and me as an individual as we get to work out in our uh, our new practice facility for the first time today. It's, uh, it's interesting to see all the guys' faces to come in and see the new practice facility, see what uh, is done and what still needs to be done. Um, I think it's going to be great to to just get going in the new building and kind of get familiar with our surroundings. What was what was your guys' reaction when you came in there this morning? You know, I, I had seen it when we did the jersey unveil, but uh, to see how far it's come since then is just incredible. Uh, the, the training room looks more like a training room now. Uh, the locker room is pretty much finished. Um there's a, a theater room. There's there's so many different aspects of this that we didn't have at the Alario, and they just put so much time and they put a lot of effort in into getting it done and, and getting it ready for us to, to be in it today. I mean, I'm just so thankful that, that we have such a nice practice facility, and I think the guys are going to love it. Nice is great. Amenities are great. But if you're talking about translating that into wins, Jason, when you think about – where you've worked out prior to this facility and what this new facility offers, how do you translate all that new cool stuff into better play on the game floor? You know, I think it's it's a testament of saying we have grade A front office, we have grade A plus, A plus owner, we have grade A facilities. I mean, you have the, the tools that you need to put in to, to win. Now you just have to go out there and do it. Um, we have to put in the hard work and the determination. We have some good new faces on the team with Drew Holiday and, and Tyreek Evans. And I think we need to, to come out. We need to, to really build that chemistry, um, have guys in early working out, get the chemistry going early, get the blood flowing, um, really get ready for, for the preseason. Because as soon as, as soon as training camp starts, we have our first preseason game, I think four days, maybe five days later. And that's that's not a lot of time to have gel and cohesiveness so we, we really got to get the, get the ball running and uh i think it's going to be good for our team though this year um we have a lot of exciting new faces like i said and i i think it's going to be an exciting year for the pelicans jason smith of the pelicans with us here on the black and blue report jason you, you mentioned holiday and evans and we've talked a ton about those guys i don't think we've done a whole lot of talking about the new bigs i guess stimsma and jeff withy what can you tell us about those guys, and how does this group start to sort itself out, the bigs? You know what? The the new bigs that we have is in Steensman and, and with you, it, it just adds a whole other dynamic. Um, both of those guys are tremendous defensive players. I mean, Steensman has, has proven himself as a defensive player in this league, and I think Jeff Withy's going to come in. He's a, he's a rookie, but uh, I think he will uh, he'll give us something. Um, He's a great defensive presence out there. He's very long. Um, I mean, he blocked shot after shot in college, and, and that's what I know about him. Uh, I haven't gotten the chance to play with any of them yet because I'm still not allowed to play, but I'm excited to see how our team gels with, with him uh, being part of the key pieces on defense. Jason, I haven't talked to you since the schedule came out. What would you like? What, what troubled you about it? You know, it's it's different every preseason, and it's interesting to see how many games you have so close to when you start. Um, I think that's kind of what surprised me because I don't think I've had a training camp yet to where you actually have a good week or two before you have a game. It, so it just makes it that much 
more difficult to really get going as a team. Um, if you have a training camp on October 1st, and I think our first game is on the 5th, I'm, I'm not sure, but that's a short time to try and put in some plays, to try and get some guys in shape, to try it. So that's why I think it's really key to, to get us in right now and get get the ball rolling now so we're a little bit ahead of the game. And I'm, I think we have a lot of games away, which is which is great because it gives a little bit more exposure to um, – and I think on those on those games away that there's cities that don't normally have NBA teams, so it gives great exposure to those cities to to say, hey, the NBA still cares about the cities that don't have NBA teams, and and we just love to go there to interact with the crowd and the fans. And I think last year we went to Mexico, and it was it was awesome. Um, I've been to Mexico twice with the NBA, with once with Philly, and now with New Orleans, and it's. It's great to see the fans that we have in cities that don't normally have NBA teams, and it's it's wonderful to see that crowd exposure out there. We've got about 27 days until training camp officially begins. Take me through, Jason, what the next 27 days are like for you and your teammates. What's what is what is on the to do list? You know what? It's going to be a lot of hard work. Um, we we have to uh, put the work in now to to, and it'll pay off in the end. And I know Coach says that all the time. And he, if we don't put the work in now, it's it's not going to be given to us. And we have to go out there and work for everything. Um, we really have to come in with a, a good mindset. And let's just uh, let's get it done this year. We'll we'll get back to the playoffs. Are you healthy? Am I healthy? Yeah, I am completely healthy. I, I am itching to get back on the court. Um, I want to I want to get out back out there with the guys. I can only do so much right now with with conditioning and stuff, they haven't fully released me to go really play or bang or anything like that. So it's, it's kind of been a chomping at the bit for me, but, um, just remain impatient. You got to trust the doctors. I got to trust the training staff and I'll be out there before you know it. Well, we can't wait. Appreciate your time this morning. Have a great workout today. And, uh, we'll check in with you again before we get going. How about that? I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. You, you got it. Pelicans forward Jason Smith was with us on the Black and Blue Report, and we've got a lot more to go on today's program when we come back. Bud Light presents NFL Fan Dilemmas. Should I put these Bud Lights on your tab? Just supposed to get this round. Whoa, interception! But on my rounds, we play better. It's good luck when I buy Jeff's beers. But I don't want to buy Jeff's beers. He wouldn't even give me gum the other day. What a shocking turn of events. Absolutely everything going right. Yep, my tab. It's only weird if it doesn't work. Bud Light. For the NFL fans who do whatever it takes. Here we go. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? that we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region, including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves. That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best. Or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home. Actually, the most important thing to say is... Your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, 
Visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. This is Todd Graves, founder of Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. Sure, other fans are hungry for a win. But here in New Orleans, we make sure that you're well-fed, too. With tailgates of our fresh chicken fingers and jugs of lemonade and sweet tea. Loving the Saints is like the freshness of Cane's. All day, no quit. The Raisin Cane's Chicken Fingers. The official chicken of your New Orleans Saints. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Final segment of the Black and Blue Report. Before we get out of here, John DeShazer steps back into our studios here at 5800 Airline Drive. Studio B, as we like to call it. Um, there is a good backstory on that. We'll share that with you someday. Uh, so let's let's go through the week now, J.D., as far as how it goes for the Saints in their preparation now for the Falcons. We, we haven't had a normal week yet, per se, because of training camp, four preseason games, and then preseason games that fell on uh, three different days. We had two Friday preseason games, a Sunday game, and a Thursday game. So really, until now, there hasn't been the normal week for the NFL team. Lay out now how it works up leading up to the weekend. Well, actually, uh, the, the Saints and every other NFL team got a cheat day on Monday, Labor Day, because you know that's usually a day a team is recuperating from a Sunday game. But because you know the Saints pretty much had the weekend off, they were able to start the Atlanta preparations on Monday, so they were able to get a little bit ahead. Now, the big day really to me is, is Wednesday, because and for this reason only. <laughs> now teams have to be specific in their injury reports. So now you know, you know exactly what's wrong with the guy, you know, which knee or which elbow or whatever it is. So Wednesday will offer some specificity as to the Saints injury situation, you know, whether guys are doubtful or probable or whatever the case may be. And then you get more and more into the preparations again. You know, they're already co- concentrating on Atlanta. I'm sure they'll get into some 2-minute drills and some goal lines and they'll work on those things on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday before you know, taking off for Atlanta on, uh, or getting ready for Atlanta for the Sunday game. A lot, but I know a lot of folks have really gotten into tune with going to NewOrleansSaints.com to, to check in with you. As, as far as you're looking ahead this week, is there a piece or two that we should keep our eye out for? I know that things change daily, but is there one or two things that you'll feature this regular season game week that we can keep our eye on? Well, we're certainly, um, you know, hopefully you guys get a chance to read, you know, there's going to be a nice feature on Marcus Colston who's, Got an opportunity to do some really nice things in the Falcons game, as well as you know uh, a, a Curtis Lofton who's going up against his his former team, you know the Falcons. So there's always going to be a little bit of you know bad blood there. You know you want to get back at the team that allowed you to leave in free agency, and uh, so you know we'll concentrate on those things, and certainly we'll um, keep an eye out on on quarterback Drew Brees and Coach Payton and those things. All right, very good. John DeShazer with us again here on the Black and Blue Report. That'll pretty much do it for today's show. Our thanks to uh, Michelle Gleason, Jason Smith, and Eric Adelson uh, for being our guest today. Thank you as well for uh, taking us along with you, however may you may uh, be carting us around, whether it be on the team websites, on your uh, mobile device through the New Orleans Saints app, or downloaded free, of course, through iTunes. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Sean Kelly Live or at Blue, Black Blue Report. And also catch JD at John, at John DeShazer. Follow him and his uh, efforts on NewOrleansSaints.com. Tomorrow, David Wesley uh, is scheduled to stop by. We'll check in with him as we've turned the page uh, onto, uh, into September with regard to the Pelicans. 
and also more reports from Atlanta tomorrow and a whole lot more. We've got a big week scheduled for you. And as John mentioned, it's a big, big day tomorrow around the uh, football team as we'll get a lot of access to not only head coach Sean Payton, but uh, quarterback Drew Brees and a whole lot more. That's tomorrow, probably the busiest day of the week with regard to that kind of stuff. So we'll look for you again tomorrow. Don't forget our new start time on the air each day starting at noon central. For producer Dan and for JD, I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 1 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.